everyone, and welcome to God's Plan, Your Part, a podcast where our goal is to read the entire Bible in a year, seeking to understand God's plan of redemption while discovering daily and practically your part in it. Hey everybody, welcome back. This is uh, day two of the director's cut of Proverbs. We're looking at Proverbs 27 to 29. Uh, These are more sayings of Solomon that were rediscovered by Hezekiah and put into the text somewhere around 700, 600 BC. Uh, And they are... I don't know. They're a lot more of the same kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so what what stuck out to you as we were doing the readings? First of all, every time you say Hezekiah, I can't not think of his tunnel. Oh. Every time. Random extra but credit. We'll Hez- get there. Hezekiah has we a tunnel. We will get there. Yeah. Anyway, I guess today the things that stuck out to me the most were like um, chapter 27 kind of hinted at what I also saw in a little bit of 28. Um Remembering to like walk in integrity um, and not think more highly of yourself than what you should. Um, A pretty common theme that I saw in chapter 28, uh, there was a lot of talk about the rich and the poor. Um, Specifically, let's see here. Um, 28 verse 8. Whoever multiplies his wealth by interest and profit gathers it for him who is generous to the poor. Um, So I think there's just like a lot of talk about if you're poor, um, there's a good chance that you have a lot of integrity and that you are, um, I guess, what's the word I want? Um, You're more wise in certain situations because when given lots of wealth, you need to be super careful because you can get super haughty in like how you view yourself. But there's also a lot to be said in these chapters and verses about how if you are rich or very well off, that it's like commendable when you are giving generously to the poor. Mm -hmm. I think my take on that verse actually is when you are becoming rich by taking advantage of people who are less rich. Um, And it, it is important to remember that the ancient Israelites had a really negative view of interest and profit Why? from borrowing. Uh, actually, God's law has a lot to say about interest, and it's not Am I encouraged. understanding that verse then correctly? Well, I, I think what it's saying is if you are becoming rich by taking advantage of those who are less rich, ultimately your money's going to be taken from you and given to the poor. I think. But it, it makes sense that you could look at that two different ways. Well, I guess it is a little interesting. Gathers it for him who is generous. Yeah. So it, it is if you are if you are a rich person who exists primarily to make yourself rich, yeah. uh, ultimately that is going to be demanded of you and given to those who are more generous with hmm. their wealth because all wealth comes from God. So we are not, you know, you're not rich because you did something. You right. want to be rich. Right. I mean, even though undeniably there are skills and decisions that seem to be God given. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we want to honor the Lord with our wealth and we want to do with our wealth what God tells us to do with it. So, I mean, those are things that I noticed specifically in these chapters. Lots of talk about um, thinking of yourself or talking highly of yourself and also just like the impacts that riches or lack thereof can have on a person. Well, I noticed some hilarious things. Chapter 28, oh, verse 1. The wicked flee when no one pursues, but the righteous are bold as a lion. That is why you should never start running. Uh, Jogging is wicked, 
And it's because you should never run when there's no one chasing you. That is in the Bible. Uh, don't start your mornings running. It's against God. I don't get it. <laughs> I don't understand. Uh, I saw that. I saw this uh, on like a meme one time where it was oh, like, "Wow, running to get healthy is against the Bible because it says a wicked man runs when no one's chasing him." Oh my I guess gosh. that was a bad joke, huh? That didn't land, I don't think. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> uh, another verse that might be really... Um, I hope you say the one I'm about to mainstream, say. Mainstream, like oh. you've definitely heard about, is iron sharpens iron oh. as one man sharpens another. It's it's wildly important for you to surround yourself with wise people um, who can hold you accountable as you sharpen each other. It's wildly valuable and continues to be valuable to this day. I think um, in our culture where it's... I don't know, you're like people are hesitant to speak into each other because criticism is so frowned upon not, frowned upon and not encouraged. I think it's easy for us to miss out on these verses. Like mm-hmm. it is good to gather people around yourself who you can speak into and will speak into you. It's biblical. I mean, and obviously as we're reading through Proverbs, Proverbs is reinforcing this over and over and over again. You need counselors who will call you out and make you sharper. And that's what is at the heart of that verse. Yep, I agree. I actually struggled that one too, but that's not the funny ha-ha one that I was looking at. Uh, Proverbs 29, verse 9. If a wise man has an argument with a fool, the fool only rages and laughs, and there is no quiet. <laughs> I was like, oh my word. Like, that sounds like a pretty personal one. So, please be quiet. Oh, like whoever wrote this down. Old Solly. Um, another interesting thing I noticed is twenty chapter 28, verse 9. If one turns away his he- ear from hearing the law, even his prayer is an abomination. That's, that's pretty harsh language. And what it means is if you are no longer interested in following, obeying, or hearing the word of the Lord. It's pointless. It's pointless. And I think that certainly remains applicable and valuable for us today Mm -hmm. um, because I think especially today we are... Where's that at? uh, It's chapter 28, verse 9. We are very susceptible to assuming that the Bible is just not as important as it used to be or Mm -hmm. it's too hard to understand or it's uh, It's too weird to try to read. It's just too much. But many, many times you'll find people that are very excited about prayer. They're very excited about worship. They're very excited about gathering together. Those are all good things. But outside of understanding and committing to God's law, which is recorded in God's word, mm-hmm. um, it, you're in a dangerous place. And what Proverbs says is if you stop listening to the law, all the other things you're doing is pointless. Your your prayers aren't even heard. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, actually, it says they're an abomination. It's very, very strong biblical language to say that it's an abomination. So it's, it's wildly important. And the original audience, I don't want to confuse guys. The original audience would have understood they meant God's law and God's covenant, kind of the first five books of the Bible. Um, but I think today we believe that that has been expanded. And now it is like the full council of scripture. And we need to understand it. We we really, really need to understand it. We need to read it. Um, and we we need to not be misled by people that want to make us believe that there are other better ways of enjoying God's presence. Um, and you don't need the Bible. I'm not saying you can't be in God's presence. I'm saying the Bible is always, always part of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so what's your part? 
man, I think your part for me anyway, uh, your part for me would be connected to that that closing thought. Um, I've been reading some, I've been reading some old boring books uh, <laughs> about wow. uh, reformations and uh, revivals in the past. And one of the things I've been reading about that that researchers have found are wildly common in all revivals that actually changed cultures is that when the Holy Spirit moves in a significant way and convicts people in a significant way, the desire to understand God's word always also increases in a significant mm-hmm, way. Mm-hmm. And so if you, I mean, there, there are other factors. I'm not saying that's the only one, but that is what they notice by reading um, letters and books um, and sermons from those periods in time that there was a marked increase in people desiring to understand God's word. That's the heart of what we're trying to do here. The, the first part is to keep us disciplined and making sure we read God's mm-hmm. word. Um, but the second part is that it's it's wildly valuable. We want to help you as much as we can uh, to the best of our ability to understand God's word because it is good for you to continue to understand it um, because it's honoring to God. And it is going to grow your relationship with God. We'll be back again tomorrow. We're going to be opening up Ecclesiastes tomorrow. So it's going to be pretty fun. I think it's an interesting book and I'm excited to dive into it. So we'll see you then. Thanks so much for listening to our take today. Before we get into the reading, if we could just ask you one thing. Uh, If you've been enjoying the podcast, if you could subscribe to us and then leave a rating and review, we'd love to hear from you. And every rating we get helps us reach more people. Ultimately, we're just trying to reach people with the truth of God's word and your review will help us do that. So thanks so much for being invested in the podcast. Here's the reading for today. Proverbs chapter 27. Do not boast about tomorrow for you do not know what a day may bring. Let another praise you and not your own mouth a stranger and not your own lips. A stone is heavy and sand is weighty, but a fool's provocation is heavier than both. Wrath is cruel, anger is overwhelming, but who can stand before jealousy? Better is open rebuke than hidden love. Faithful are the the wounds of a friend, profuse are the kisses of an enemy. One who is fool loathes honey, but to one who is hungry everything bitter is sweet. Like a bird that strays from its nest is a man who strays from his home. Oil and perfume make the heart glad, and the sweetness of a friend comes from his earnest counsel. Do not forsake your friend and your father's friend, and do not go to your brother's house in the day of your calamity. Better is a neighbor who is near than a brother who is far away. Be wise, my son, and make my heart glad, that I may answer him who reproaches me. The prudent sees danger and hides himself but the simple go on and suffer for it. Take a man's garment when he has put up security for a stranger, and hold it in pledge when he puts up security for an adulteress. Whoever blesses his neighbor with a loud voice, rising early in the morning, will be counted as cursing. A continual dripping on a rainy day and a quarrelsome wife are alike. To restrain her is to restrain the wind, or to grasp oil in one's right hand. Iron sharpens iron, and one man sharpens another. Whoever tends a fig tree will eat of its fruit, and he who guards his master will be honored. As in water, face reflects face, so the heart of a man reflects the man. Sheol and Abaddon are never satisfied, and never satisfied are the eyes of a man. The crucible is for silver, and the furnace is for gold, and a man is tested by his praise. Crush a fool in a mortar with a pestle along with crushed grain, yet his folly will not depart from him. Know well the condition of your flocks and give attention to your herds, for riches do not last forever, 
and does a crown endure to all generations. When the grass is gone and the new growth appears and the vegetation of the mountains is gathered, the lambs will provide your clothing and the goats the price of a field. There will be enough goat's milk for your food, for the food of your household and maintenance for your girls. Okay, let me... Proverbs chapter 28. The wicked flee when no one pursues, but the righteous are bold as a lion. When a land transgresses, it has many rulers, but with a man of understanding and knowledge, its stability will long continue. A poor man who oppresses the poor is a beating rain that leaves no food. Those who forsake the law praise the wicked, but those who keep the law strive against them. Evil men do not understand justice, but those who seek the Lord understand it completely. Better is a poor man who walks in his integrity than a rich man who is in his crooked ways. The one who keeps the law is a son with understanding, but a companion of gluttons shames his father. Whoever multiplies his wealth by interest and profit gathers it for him who is generous to the poor. If one turns away his ear from hearing the law, even his prayer is an abomination. Whoever misleads the upright into an evil way will fall into his own pit, but the blameless will have a godly inheritance. A rich man is wise in his own eyes, but a poor man who has understanding will find him out. When the righteous triumph, there is great glory, but when the wicked rise, people hide themselves. Whoever conceals his transgressions will not prosper, but he who confesses and forsakes them will obtain mercy. Blessed is the one who fears the Lord always, but whoever hardens his heart will fall into calamity. Like a roaring lion or a charging bear is a wicked ruler over a poor people. A ruler who lacks understanding is a cruel oppressor, but he who hates unjust gain will prolong his days. If one is burdened with the blood of another, he will be a fugitive until death. Let no one help him. Whoever walks in integrity will be delivered, but he who is crooked in his ways will suddenly fall. Whoever works his land will have plenty of bread, but he who follows worthless pursuits will have plenty of poverty. A faithful man will abound with blessings, but whoever hastens to be rich will not go unpunished. To show partiality is not good, but for a piece of bread a man will do wrong. A stingy man hastens after wealth and does not know what poverty will come upon him. Whoever rebukes a man will afterward find more favor than that of who flatters his tongue. Whoever robs his father or his mother and says, that is no transgression, is a companion to a man who destroys. A greedy man stirs up strife, but the one who trusts in the Lord will be enriched. Whoever trusts in his own mind is a fool, but he who walks in wisdom will be delivered. Whoever gives to the poor will not want, but he who hides his eyes will get many a curse. When the wicked rise, people hide themselves, but when they perish, the righteous increase. Proverbs 29. He who is often reproved yet stiffens his neck will suddenly be broken beyond healing. When the righteous increase, the people rejoice, but when the wicked rule, the people groan. He who loves wisdom makes his father glad, but a companion of prostitutes squanders his wealth. By justice a king builds up his land, but he who exacts gifts tears it down. A man who flatters his neighbor spreads a net for his feet. An evil man is ensnared in his transgression, but a righteous man sings and rejoices. A righteous man knows the rights of the poor. A wicked man does not understand such knowledge. Scoffers set a city aflame, 
but the wise turn away in wrath. If a wise man has an argument with a fool, the fool only rages and laughs, and there is no quiet. Bloodthirsty men hate one who is blameless and seek the life of the upright. A fool gives full vent to his spirit, but a wise man quietly holds it back. If a ruler listens to falsehood, all his officials will be wicked. The poor man and the oppressor meet together. The Lord gives light to the eyes of both. If a king faithfully judges the poor, his throne will be established forever. The rod and reproof give wisdom, but a child left to himself brings shame to his mother. When the wicked increase, transgression increases, but the righteous will look upon their downfall. Discipline your son and he will give you rest. He will give delight to your heart. Where there is no prophetic vision, the people cast off restraint, but blessed is he who keeps the law. By mere words, a servant is not disciplined, for though he understands, he will not respond. Do you see a man who is hasty in his words? There is more hope for a fool than for him. Whoever pampers his servant from childhood will in the end find him his heir. A man of wrath stirs up strife, and one given to anger causes much transgression. One's pride will bring him low, but he who is lowly in spirit will obtain honor. The partner of a thief hates his own life. He hears the curse but discloses nothing. The fear of man lays a snare, but whoever trusts in the Lord is safe. Many seek the face of a ruler, but it is from the Lord that a man gets justice. An unjust man is an abomination to the righteous, but one whose way is straight is an abomination to the wicked. Thanks so much for listening to God's Plan, Your Part. If anything stuck out to you, if you have any questions, or if you'd like to receive a Bible, you can email us at godsplanyourpart at gmail.com. Also, if you're enjoying the podcast, please consider supporting us through the link in our description. We love that you're on this journey with us, and we hope you have a great day. See you tomorrow.